will be seconds from now. Uh, for the final post-game show of the season. A no. long, long season that began 12 months ago and <laughs> ends, Truth. you know, late September, September 27th, time of death, call it. Celtics. Mm-hmm. The Celtics bubble has died. popped. From no heart. Has popped for the Celtics. Yeah. yeah. The they uh it hap- it happened again. They uh they couldn't close, they couldn't close, they couldn't win a close game. It plagued them all playoffs long. This was a good game, it was a fun game, but uh they go down to the heat 125-113. The season is over, kid. Uh initial reactions again. We're gonna spend a lot of time on this fourth quarter. Celtics were up six. Do we have to? Celtics were up six and then they were down ten. Like that. It, it just, it was incredible. They were up, they lost a six point lead in about four seconds. And then they didn't score again for three minutes. And that was it. That I've never seen a game go from, uh-oh, looks like they're about to run away with it to it's over in the other direction. I don't know. Josue, start with you. Yeah, but I was just going to say, John, it, it was Miami for the taking here. Even if the Celtics were able to counter some of those possessions, the Miami Heat, I mean, Tyler Hero caught fire, of course. But, you, you know, Audrey Iguodala caught fire, of course. But when Hero gets going in that fourth quarter and you got guys, you know, chucking up threes on the other end, and, and I know I don't mean to just chalk it up to, to just that, but the Miami Heat came out in that fourth quarter and they hit the Celtics when they least expected it. And the Celtics sort of just mentally, they looked like they were just tapping out. They tapped out. Like, like let's face it, those three pointers that you that you saw in that fourth quarter, that was the Celtics just saying, "Look, we're gonna just shoot for it here, and we're gonna tap out, and, and hopefully, if one of the one or two of these uh, fall through, then we can make it a game again." But the the timely defensive stops, man, how many of those did we see throughout the entire game? That last one that pushed the that pushed the Celtics lead, the biggest lead of the night to six. They never got another stop after that. It all it was always about the defense, guys. Always, Daniel Tice fouled out. That's when it was really starting to be all downhill from there. And then the defense that we saw throughout the first three quarters, I mean, Miami Heat just really got in that groove and the Celtics just couldn't stop them. They did, and we worried about this the whole time. We said, hey, the, they've lost three games and Miami hasn't had its good shooting game yet, you know, yep. and which meant it had to not come. And it, st- and it came, and they were still in a position to win it. Again, Josue, all of that stuff is true, and I don't discount it, but you took Miami's best punch, and then you – took a lead. So like all the stuff that happened prior to that is all fine and good, but you could have reached that point in the fourth quarter, having both teams played a crap game and the Celtics take a six point lead. Anything that preceded that almost doesn't matter at that point. Yeah, but this is Bam out of You can get there ugly, you can get there pretty. Again, any of us, none of us anticipated Bam to do that. Whether he was 100% from the bottom that he dropped a few nights ago or whether he was at whatever percentage, you didn't expect him to go off the way he did. And when Daniel Tice fouled out, that was the beginning of the end. Let's face it. Like we, you know, you said was, yeah. Grant putting Grant out there. Grant's not going to close out the game. I don't He's know. He's not. Was but that, the first of all, the sixth foul on Tice was garbage. Garbage. It was so. It was so late. Adebayo had already gone over. Oh his yeah, was it, was it, was it, Brad was trying to get him out before that possession happened. Uh, was that was that on the drive or was that on after? Because whatever it was happened on the drive, after, and then Adebayo went over the back. Adebayo, on. I thought they called over the back on Adebayo. Yeah. Yeah, me That's too. What I thought and there was, was so late. There was yeah. an there was a foul early in the game that happened on the exact same kind of play too. That's right. Like two seconds after, they're like, oh, it didn't go he in. He needed oh, Tice yeah. to stay in the game. And he clocked in, what, 20 minutes tonight? And he couldn't stay on the floor? It's just bad. Tice it was a risky disaster. Tice, and I, I said it. The prediction of him fouling out every single game. I mean, 
he almost he could have fouled out. If he if if they weren't counting fouls, he would have had fifty. If, they, if there was no fouling out, he would have fouled like fourteen times tonight. Right. Yeah, and he, we all know he gets a tough whistle, but it got out of control in the series. Control. He and was it, took, it, it took him out of it took them out of the series because they didn't know who their backup center was in the series, and we talked about it all series long. Who was going to be the guy in the middle? Grant comes in for two seconds after that, then they go best five, and it melts down from there. Not only because you can't protect uh, your defensive end with that group, but the offensive approach opens the door for a bevy of Miami transition runs, and the game got out of control. Your best five lost you the se- uh, game, the series, when you needed the most. Well, it's, just, it's just not a lineup that's going to work. Best five is a name, and it doesn't apply to the five players on the floor during the best five because Hayward was Garbage. Hayward got worse every game. Every game. The first game. And wait, you know, what can you say? Because if he doesn't come back, you probably don't even get to this point. But I know. But he, he collapsed after that, yeah. He did, but he got worse and worse. He was awful tonight. He was. Wow. He was. And, and look, I was talking about, you know, a few games ago, I didn't like, you know, Brad putting him out there at the end of games, you know, clocking in over 30 minutes. But, I mean, he was really – had no game. choice. You needed to put Hayward out there. Yeah. In this game. And you're right. You know, game after game, he just looked – Worse and worse, and and the, the Miami Heat looked like they just capitalized on it. The Celtics weren't going to win this game once Tice got into foul trouble early in the fourth, once Kemba got into foul trouble because they don't have enough players. And we talked about it all year. They're extremely thin. The guys in their rotation aren't always reliable. And if you were going to lose two guys, as they almost did, you almost had nowhere to go. You saw plenty of Brad want to make a minute throughout this one, and it went horribly. Uh, you saw Cantor for the good and the bad throughout the portions of this one. You can say what you want about Brad and the rotation management throughout this one, but he didn't have the bodies lower on his bench to manage his team as they got into foul trouble deeper into the postseason. It shouldn't have collapsed like this. It was a you know mental and physical breakdown of the team, it appears, after all the minutes, all the hits that they've taken throughout this game. But they didn't have bodies to sustain when they got into foul trouble, when they got tired. I mean, this group blocked some insane minutes throughout this postseason run. I'd say, you know, Tatum, Brown, those guys had to be among the minutes leaders in the postseason to this point. How fitting is it, though, that Hero goes off the way he did in this one to end the game when the Celtics, to your point, Bobby, they'd never had the bench. You know, it's the bench. If you compare them to most, or at least most of the teams in the play, they just didn't have that bench. And Tyler Hero ruling over when, you know, on draft night, he, he closed them out. He closed them out. Bam out of bio had a, a significant this game, obviously a huge part on both yeah. ends. But Hero's the one that, that, that closed you out. And when the Celtics panicked, they started triggering from behind the arc. Bit of you a perfect what, storm, too, because you're looking at Iguodala will never hit five. His, will never hit four. Oh, he he won't hit four in a, in a pickup game for the rest of his life, okay? And that happens. Adebayo was getting insane bounces. Like, there was just a ton of stuff falling the Heat's way. And, again, I, I keep coming back to it. They withstood it to the point that they took a lead in the fourth quarter. So, again, it's – that's what we get for making fun of Vico Dollar. Remember all that trash talking we were talking a couple nights ago? No, he kicked us. He kicked us all right in the mouth tonight. The three pointers, you know, he, the the he was phenomenal. And you know what? I I saw it in that regular season game that these two teams played. He didn't do anything all game, and then he came in the crunch time and had a putback dunk, a huge offensive rebound. I mean, he's timely, and they manage him because he's thirty six to only play it's, like a few spurts throughout the game, and he makes yeah. the most of them. It's frustrating. Iguodala, the series Iguodala was to Go ahead, Jimmy. I was going to say, Iguodala was to the Heat what the Celtics needed from Hayward. You know, they didn't get that 
extra production from that sort of like a bonus player. And Hayward, as many minutes as he get, he was kind of thought of as a bonus guy to come in and give you what you've been missing offensively, sort of set the tone as a ball handler, a distributor. And you didn't get that the way you wanted, at least after the first time he played. Um, I still would take Hayward over some of the minutes that would have been distributed elsewhere, whether it's Shemi or Wanamaker or whoever else takes those minutes. I don't think Hayward was that bad. I mean, but he just wasn't able to give you what you needed. I mean, we're all going to think back to that little bunny layup that he missed, and that's going to kind of sum up the last couple games for him. But I want to say this to all the Heat fans watching and to everybody else watching. This is a fake season. So this win means nothing <laughs> to the Heat. Oh, come on. Fake uh, season anyways, and the Lakers are going to win this in four. So if you're a Heat fan, no, I you, can enjoy, it. That you can enjoy it tonight, but it's complete garbage as far as I'm concerned. Look, again, I'm going to go back to it. We, we could dissect tonight what happened. Bam. All We're of back that for the stuff. finals, right? We're going to watch the finals together. The fourth quarter. The, 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 the I series, hope so. The series was lost in games one and two when – they pissed away the opportunity to at least come away with a split there by blowing by blowing leads. Because again, you gave yourself no margin for error here. That's that's what kills you about this. Because when the going got rough, it felt like this team just kind of hunched their shoulders, got down on themselves a little bit. And that's a that's emotion. That's a combination of emotional immaturity for a pretty young team, as we've said, they would have been the youngest finals team ever, and you know a, a lack of core leadership here. Like, who's going to be the person in those moments to rally everybody in those final four minutes? You just felt the lead kept slipping and slipping and slipping away, and everyone's just like, uh, uh, like as you say, John, like it's just a you know uh, whatever. But this like, is but what that's the problem. Problem. you're almost you're you either that's where they suffer from. Either each person tries to do it all by themselves and get it all back at one shot, which re, which results in oh. them taking he, taking hero shots and jacking threes. I don't think it's lazy. I think it's like I don't know what to do, but if I make this three, everything's going to be okay. Exactly. And that's that's kind of the vibe. But then you got to make them. So Kemba. Missed every shot in the fourth quarter. I mean, that's what he's there for. He's supposed to be a fourth quarter assassin. He had two. He had before the, it got away from them. He had three open threes. You make one of them, you stop the bleeding a little bit. He just missed shots. Yeah, you're paying this guy to come in and hit these shots in the fourth quarter, and he didn't. You know, yeah, they were makeable right. shots too. That was was most frustrating. Makeable. You know, you know it wasn't straight hero ball. That six-point lead, I never thought was going to be sustained, but you're thinking, okay, you have at least a cushion for the yeah. you know, the Bam Adebayo fouls or the trip to the free throw line, something they get into the bonus like we all expected. And then for a shot like that, for an opportunity like that, you know, let's say Celtics are only out by two and, and Kemba knocks down a three. Like, he's he's done that so many times throughout the course of the regular season. But this this postseason, just, he wasn't himself. It wasn't just in this series. Let's at all. And we were Kemba just wasn't himself. Health reasons or he, he, the pressure of the moment, the bubble, all that could be yeah. part of it. But at the yeah. end of the day, he was another guy, was Joe Sway. Joe Sway, I mean, you were right about the Hayward minutes. Like they, they piled up too many minutes on Hayward, and it feels like it caught mm-hmm. up to him after that first game. We all knew how dead he was after that first performance when he grinded out. They did the same thing. They did the same thing to Kemba. He was pushing, you know, 44, 45 minutes in a lot of these games. And this was a guy they had to come into the bubble managing. It probably caught up to him. And I think, you know, Tatum, Brown, those guys could handle it. The guys on the back end who, you know, are older, who have gone through a lot more physically, even Tice for that matter, a guy who's had a knee surgery, they press these guys like crazy. And that's like, 
Yeah, the bench performance didn't kill them. They had guys step off the bench in terms of performance, but the trust of the bench, which Stevens clearly didn't have when you see how he managed this rotation, caught up to them. Yeah, but that's not why they lost. They lost because they got back to shot chucking. They took 46 threes tonight. They shot 33%, and they only got to the line 15 times. And I'm obviously kidding about this this bubble meeting nothing. It meant the world. I mean, I, I, I've been saying it. It's harder to win in the bubble, I think, than a regular season. And I, I think whoever wins is, is going to have, you know, the most unique championship and, and so much hard work went into it. But the opportunity was there for the Celtics because we said it in the Raptors series. The Celtics seem to be more talented. We said it in this series. When the Celtics play well, they seem to be more talented than the Heat. But the Heat figured out how to play team ball. They let guys step up when they needed to. Jimmy Butler, it looked like it was going to be a Jimmy Butler game early on in this one, but late in that fourth, there was other players stepping up, whether it was Robinson, whether it was Hero. They seemed to have guys not sort of fold in the moment, whereas every time the Celtics got into crunch time, they tried to get back into the game, like John said, like in one shot. But that's not how they got That's not how they got to this point. They got to this point by whipping the ball around, by being aggressive, by driving to the hole. And then when they get behind or when it's a close game, they all just want to Fix everything with yeah. one shot. And they, they don't have enough good shooting go, to do that. Go play by play from the six-point lead up until it was a 12-point lead from the Heat. They didn't take a shot. They took one shot. A 12-footer was the closest they got. And yeah. Brown got in there. the lane once it was over, too. It so. was over. Every right. shot from it happened the point quickly. they were up by six was a jumper, a long jumper, or a three. All and is that fatigue? They're never going to say it is, but is it? It shouldn't be. They shouldn't be any less, any more fatigued than the Heat. They're all professionals. The Heat have all 10 guys. Bubble. Yeah, that's true. No, that's a good point. Yeah, they they, they, I don't they, think they, it's fatigue. I don't think these guys program. are professional basketball players. I'll have to look and see what their minutes were, but. No, but I mean, I mean it's not just tonight. It's three series. Yeah, I think what I was talking about in general. Yeah, yeah, it's the entire playoff run. And the Heat had a five-game series against Milwaukee where a couple of the games were blowouts. I don't they think have, it's they have a deeper. It's not no, the I mean, That's an excuse. Bobby, they did it. They're not traveling. They did it just every step of the way. It wasn't in just in this game or, right. or, or early in the series. It was every close game that they were in against Toronto and Miami – the whole way through, they did the same thing. So I can't say it's fatiguing. Yeah, and it happens at the Agreed. beginning of the games, too. It's happens the always. They, they, Lack it's of execution. The same start and or this inability to close where they get out of their offense and everybody starts jacking threes. It's just bad habits. I don't know if it's – whether it's, like I said, like Jimmy said, a lack of leadership, uh, defined roles. You know, again, this is always defined like – Defined roles. The blessing well, and the I mean, curse of the Steven system. Like th- there's empirical evidence to show you that that they do well in games. Marcus Smart shoots less than ten times and very poorly in ones where he shoots more. He which got. Means, I'll give it to you guys a little bit on that one tonight. Which means Marcus Smart needs to be told entering the game. This is your role. I don't want you taking more than seven, eight shots. When it Mm -hmm. rotates to you, hit your threes, take your shots, but don't go looking for your offense. Okay. Everyone's got to have jobs. You know know what's so tough on that, too? And a lot of people will be saying over the next couple of days, trade smart. It's the easiest option. It's It's a tradable contract. Great value. Way more value to you than anybody you could get into in his place. That's the thing. The defense, you need the defense. But he's just somehow you need a in his lane yeah but bobby and, you need the defense but then he takes 22 shots now he's it's no tough longer yeah worth I, defense. 
He's no and longer the, with the defense. The other side of that too is he's most effective when he's being fearless, almost reckless offensively. Like he's not a guy who's going to have a nice contained game. You know, he'll have a couple of those a season, but you know, he's the yes, yes, yes no, 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 yes guy. Like yeah. he's like you, you have to live with it to some degree. Three you do. Thirteen you do. three pointers. You you that's do. Play, that's that's play five, numbers. Like when he went when he went rogue the way he did, I just had a bad vibe from him. I'm like, look, I it could be good, yeah. which 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 it looked good, right? In the first quarter, it could be good, it could be bad. It could it could benefit the Celtics or it could burn you in the end. And tonight it burned them. Big I time. said it after the second make. I was like, I hate this. Yeah, I, you said it. Yeah. When yeah. when Marcus starts, you when did. Marcus makes the murder, that means he that he's he thinks he's got the green light all game. Like I said, it did say it's, that. Called. It's the singles hitter that hits a home run. Then he's swinging for the fences. Like mm-hmm. it's bad for him, you know. And you can yeah, see it was affecting his decision making because he knew I've taken too many shots and I've missed the last few. And then he started swinging in on open looks because he was like, I can't take another, can I? Yeah. yeah you know what? You know? you know what? You can blame Marcus for this, but we have to talk about another slow Jason Tatum start. Somebody has to score in the first quarter. I'm not going to knock Marcus Smart for hitting a few threes in the first quarter when Jalen when Jason Tatum once again goes over until the eight-minute mark in the second quarter. I mean, this guy just refused to show up in the first half of any of these games this series. Somebody has to take that role. I've been the one talking about what he does in the second half matters most, but that, I mean, I hate to say it, this game, if he comes out differently, if he scores, you know, if he converts a few of those or gets to the free throw line, maybe this ends differently, or at least maybe we get a game down to the wire or the Celtics have a fighting chance. So on Tatum, I, I felt a little better about his start tonight because of all the creation he was doing. He had eight assists in the first half. Uh, the rebounding was strong. Sure. We got to talk about defense, though, because I felt like they beat themselves defensively as much as they did offensively in this, and he comes into that. I mean, he didn't he didn't have the blocks, the help, you know, the closeouts, all the different stuff you expect from him defensively. And a lot of guys in this series lapsed defensively. Uh, You think of Tyson transition. He didn't have that great transition defense series. Uh, You saw Tatum jumping over shooters on the shot fakes. A lot of guys doing that. I mean, they just, they got smoked offensively in this one. What kills me most, they're a good defensive team. And to see them pressured in a way by certain guys where you have to move smart and help and all this other stuff to give Iguodala and like guys like that wide open threes. I mean, the only reason to a large degree that the Celtics stayed in this defensively is because Jay Crowder was missing every single open three he took. And did as Crowder he did stop playing, as he did the last five games, like why <laughs> is there so much pressure on the Celtics defense that they're doubling certain guys, that they're hedging, that they're leaving a fifth man completely open? And that's where Iguodala killed them tonight. Like the defense was not up to par. It wasn't the Toronto series, great defensive series. Here, like it just felt like they were constantly under pressure and being forced to help and hedge and all this different stuff. That's just getting outplayed, man. Yeah. Like, let's face it. We, got, we saw a, six examples of that, you know? Even the game that the Celtics won or uh, the two games that the Celtics won, they had to fight, and they had to do things that we had not never seen them see uh, done in this series, and they just were unable to repeat that. It was like the story of, of halves, except for in this game, I thought the Celtics were going to actually pull through because they were, uh, you know, the, the both quarters that they combined, well, at least the beginning of the fourth quarter, they just looked like a different team, or at least defensively. Yep. The, the timely steals, whether it was Jalen. Oh, it was, they were so good between Adam. the third and fourth. Man, those those times when they gambled and it, and it paid off, I, I think it made a huge difference and it, let, it, it gave them their, their biggest lead of the night, which was six points. Going into yeah. that fourth quarter, we all felt pretty good about the Celtics' chances. You know, the yeah, way that they closed out the quarter, the way they were, you know, started out the fourth. 
Jalen Brown goes up, gets kind of knocked by Jimmy Butler. Oh, and I hated that. Oh, man. Bad, bad stuff. The tenor of the tenor kind of changed after that almost. And then Butler later in the game swings out the arms on Smart and gets a technical. I mean, it it was such a disgrace the way the refs handled that situation. Not calling anything. It was, oh, it was such a travesty. That's the worst foul you can commit in basketball. And they didn't even call a foul. Brown's there begging him, injured on the ground for something. And they just think, like, are you kidding me? I know I know Butler tried to avoid it, but he still goes full speed into him. That should have been a review yeah. for a flagrant too. I truly believe he should have been kicked out. Like that's I, a, yeah. I, I, I'm not a big that type of a, of a, of a you, play. You guys sure. know I'm not a big ref guy, but that's a play that's out of the question. You cannot do that. I was surprised he didn't get at least yeah. one, you know. Play oh, that one. was a travesty. But it kind of felt like that's when things sort of changed shortly after that. You know, I don't know if that was just coincidence or or what but like we said the last six minutes of that of that fourth quarter was just complete garbage it was almost like the start of the game again the start of this game just chucking threes to start the game going down early I don't know how how did they get the double digits there uh, in the in the first quarter it, it got close I think it was at least nine I saw at one point but it, it's like they started and ended the same way you know just just throwing up shots praying that they fall and really, there's no way to get into a rhythm that way, you know. Yeah, biggest there's biggest no heat lead was 15. Um, and then the and then the um, the Heat would get on those misses. The Heat would push it on the other end, and and down that down the stretcher in the fourth, they were getting to the rim. They were transition. They were stringing together offensive possessions, and the Celtics were just going back down, shooting the three, missing. He would go back down and transition. And honestly, if that's the way they wanted to go out, I thought it was kind of fitting because that's. They've been their Achilles heel in this bubble, you know, in the, especially in the last two rounds. So, yeah, um, I think I think, they just, I, I think the, the better team the better team won this series, and the Celtics deserved to go home because they 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 got this far yeah. playing the way they did. But you, it's not sustainable. We said it. You can maybe sneak a game out, but you can't win a series playing that style of basketball. Well, you, they, can't. you can't. They they were they again. They they, they didn't adjust to what people were doing. Look, when teams are playing zones against you, why do you play zone against somebody? Because they're better than you. They're more talented. You can't match up with them, so you play zones. That's why. Yeah, I mean, they played, they played zone all year, though. So yeah, it wasn't but that's just what you series. do when you can't match up, when you have people on the court that can't match up and you know you're outmanned, you play zone. Yeah, plus before this series, Bobby, they didn't really use it much. Yeah. You know? No, they used it more than anyone all year. And Yeah, during the season, though. When the yeah. playoffs, Watch LeBron carve up that zone. This is why you play zone. You and play Rondo. zone when you can't match up with teams. Okay, the Celtics still had the more t- the better top-end talent. Again, Gordon not being right hurt them. So it's all you're going to look at it and say, feel like the Celtics were better. But they didn't play better. Miami played better. Miami no. deserved to win the series. There's no question exactly. about it. No, no question. The, about it. the Celtics underperformance went back to the Toronto series too, and we still look at it. They won. They won like this over the Toronto. That like we left that series angry with the Celtics for how they played. Yeah, you know, like yeah. it was like that. They deserved to lose that because they 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 tried so hard to let Toronto to, to let Toronto climb back into every game. Yeah. Uh, um, John, <laughs> so again, it goes I mean, back to what you said. Everyone's goes back, go ahead, Jimmy. Go ahead. Goes back to what you said about roles and the lack of a defined role when you think about Jalen Brown Jason Tatum Kemba Walker Marcus Smart even I mean these are guys that score in a lot of the same ways they're all you know trying to they all have the right intentions in mind but they're all trying to be the guy I think at certain points in the game there isn't a clear you know maybe that's partially Jason Tatum's fault for not really 
elevating himself past all you know, all the rest of his teammates, but there wasn't really a clear alpha in this team. What? And I yeah. think that that allows everyone to sort of say, well, I guess I'll try to be the guy this this in this possession. You know what I mean? So, it, whereas the Heat felt like their their roles were a little bit more defined, um, and I think that came back and killed the Celtics. Too many, too many guys <laughs> in the same sort of level, I guess you could say, and no one's taking over. I'm looking at I'm looking at Twitter. Uh, Jeff Goodman didn't take long. We already have a Brad fire Brad Stevens account. Incredible. <laughs> well, I'm sure that exists. I'm surprised. That the surprise. only the, the only difference is uh, this just usually happens in May. It's, it's people who September are going to get criticized the, tomorrow. Three people from at least from this smart, game. Smart, smart. Brad Stevens, Marcus Smart, and Jason Tatum. Yep. And you, you know what? Maybe in Brown, that order. Brown won't catch a bunch of flack, but you look at the series. He he was phenomenal. Brown was their best player consistently. Brown fifty percent push from three, fifty percent push from the field, steady scoring, steady defense. My only complaint with Brown is is he. I wanted him to be more aggressive at points. I wanted him to maybe be more demonstrative, maybe be more louder in the huddle, demand the ball more, take control of the game more. And because he to me was the guy that was like you guys just said more most consistent. The guy that was scoring in a multitude of ways and defending, um, you know, hard on the other end. So um, he wasn't just going down there looking for an easy three-point shot, and he was physically able to match up with a lot of these guys better on both ends. So yeah. Yeah, that's my only complaint about Brown. Well, but I'm not gonna bash him for it. Yeah, Smart's gonna catch it because he's a, you live with it, you die with it. Like Bobby said earlier, you that's yeah. the Marcus Smart experience. Shots, it is what it degrees. is. It's always going to be there. You, I always, but the thing is, I, I feel like you could get the good and eliminate some of the, like to me, let's use another a cross sport analogy. Brad Marchand, who actually has considerably more skill for his particular, Dude, yeah, Marchand, way is, better. You, if everyone viewed him as you take the good, you take the bad. But if you just weed the bad out and all that's left is the good, you realize what a terrific player this guy is. Like Marcus Smart, if he just eliminates stupid shit, you can't be a leader in a veteran presence and do so much dumb shit all the time. You know, like you've right. got to be bet more in control. I feel like he could still harness that energy and the killer instinct and diving on courts and cobra strikes and doing all of these things and being Marcus Smart and taking charges without – doing dumb shit right. all the time you know and i think that's yeah, but that's he, the you difference between like doing this during the season though i don't feel like I, we saw it during the regular season like, it's almost I been like, like exclusively like throughout the postseason i think it's, it's always kind of been his mo yeah 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 it's always kind of been his mo yeah but you know, he's improved his shot selection compared wow. to last season last season was was a nightmare marcus smart is an extremely valuable member of the celtics you would just like to eliminate some of the things that make him a frustrating you know and that's the difference yeah. between Marshan and Smart is that Marshan over the years has eliminated a lot of those negatives and he's become one of the best players in the NHL and the best lines in hockey. Yeah. So Marcus Smart hasn't been able to do that, do that yet. Now he still has time to, but like John said, he's a little bit more of a wild card and his, his, you know, his MO is kind of, you take, you take the good with the bad with Marcus, you know, you, you obviously, what he gives you on defense is great, but he's going to make some highly questionable yeah. shots and some stupid turnovers here yeah. and there. Brad's going to get it right or wrong for the stuff we've talked about, which is um, if, if you are perceived as the team with more talent and you lose, then you're going to look around and say, why? And that's that's going to happen. And I know people are going to make their arguments, which is totally fine, but you don't know how a team responds to what, you know, or you don't know what a team needs. You know that Brad's a terrific coach, a guy who he's a good communicator to his team. They trust him. He trusts his players. 
there's all these great things. He's a brilliant basketball mind, but you don't know what each group of people needs or responds to best. You just know what you know with Brad. So there's always that unknown. People are going to take a grass is greener mentality, right or wrong, and Brad's going to catch shit because they had more talent and should be probably playing in the finals right now, and they're not. Uh, And that's that. So, again, I don't know if it's fair. And to me, Bobby, it doesn't have to do with whether or not you can get somebody better. It just gets to do with is it – do you need somebody else to take them to another level or is it just a maturity thing? And eventually two years from now, they won't be doing this shit because they're still young and we're not, you know, giving that enough credit. The fact that Brown and Tatum are still young and early in their development in two years from now, things like that, or with a better supporting cast or with a better bench, these aren't issues that they're having. It's very yeah, like put yourself in his shoes, John, at the end there. And your options just get more and more limited at the He's end of that of game. Offense. He didn't have, he didn't know what to do. He's like, should I do? And he made the right move. He said, I have my five best players in my hand right now. Let's just put them out there and see what happens. And yep. it absolutely melted down. There's no adjustment he could make there. There's nothing he could tell them. Like, it just came down to those five guys on the court being able to unable to execute and even communicate together. You don't but, see a lot of communication between those five. But, oh, it's so concerning. Here's the thing. Who's to blame for 45 threes? Okay? Like, if, if – they, they all have I'm saying is if it's proven that that one thing were like, but again, I'm not trying to be like Mr. Like hard-ass coach here, okay? But you, if, you, if your mentality prior to the game is be aggressive – don't settle. Take it to the hole. And then in the first five minutes of a game, you watch guys jack threes, and then you leave them in there, and then you put them back in the game, and they jack more threes. What are you doing at that point? Are you doing anything right. to stop it? That's what I mean. Is like if you don't like it, stop it. Call yeah, a timeout right. immediately. First three shots of the game are threes. Nope, nope, nope. Not what we talked about. On the bench. <laughs> what are we doing here? You know, but coaches Brad never that. said that. You can still be Brad. And do all the good Brad things and still do that. If you see it going the wrong direction, I don't know what they're – but I don't know. I don't know what they're – I honestly I, think Brad is okay with those with those three-pointers. Statistically speaking, you know, we, you know, Bobby Manning can probably break down the, the numbers on that. But Brad's yeah. always saying, you know, they were good shots, you know. Like they were open they're, shots. They're open, they yeah. Fall. They are open. Yeah. Right. So, like, you can't so – He's willing to let these guys just – hoist open shots even if they're not feeling it and yeah. you know we've certainly watched players go 0 for 8 you know 2 for 10 behind the arc and Brad's completely fine with it because they were good you know open shots but that's just who he is now it certainly has come back to bite them before I'm sure there's games where players have shot themselves out of a slump because of Brad's okay with it but yeah you're right John I mean the last few games the Celtics have started the game the same exact way just yeah. chucking threes and, and not- missing it's not the quality of the shot. It's what do you want to see happen here? Again, you, right. you, you've seen that when you play aggressive and you take it to them and you take it to the basket, you know, and, and you're working the ball, and it, those are the better games, you know? And, well, and let's, right. let's look at Jay Crowder because this guy went down to 17% from three in the series over the last five games, and he still managed to hurt you over the last two games with those incredible cuts. This Heat team, I, I've never seen a team cut like them. Like they are just constantly moving. The shooters are all over the place, and when you I see know, the Celtics, I don't care about the Heat anymore, Bobby. We're 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 dissecting. Well, the I'm, comp- I'm comparing them to the Celtics, <laughs> where the Celtics, the Heat, they, they don't move the as heat. well. They don't cut no, as you're well. You're right. They, and they kill them on the cuts. When you don't do those two things, your threes aren't in rhythm. 
Yeah. Like the problem, the problem with a lot of these threes, it's not the sheer number of threes. It's the, it's the amount of threes that they just walk into like three, four seconds into the possession. Those are just, you talk about the percentages. Those aren't good percentage shots for anybody. Like it's the defense is right on you. They're not being forced to yeah. contest or, you know, drive quick and, like it, it's just it, you don't have balance, you don't have rhythm going into those shots. You got to do stuff to create those shows. You can shoot a hundred threes if they're in rhythm, if they're created well, if they're open. So many of the Celtics aren't. They're just threes for the sake of getting threes up there. I just feel like it's always been about the defense, though. Like that's always been the mo for these Celtics teams. Whether there was the underachieving Celtics teams of the early Brad Stevens era, or whether it was the ones that you know was without Kyrie and, and Hayward and still managed to be a quarter away from the NBA Finals. Like it's always been about the defense. And the Miami Heat is sort of a good example. You know, Bobby brings up what they do on offense. Well, it's the defense that triggers it. And look, I know the Celtics don't have Bam Adebayo, but he makes things uh, things a, a whole lot easier. And I think oh, it's something he's so good. I think the Celtics had enough talent to get to the NBA Finals. Like, let's face it, I'm not saying that they needed someone like Bam, but defensively, I mean, whether it's the foul trouble or whether it was guys getting caught up in the switches and being exposed on defense, they just didn't look as strong as they did during the regular season. I mean, Gordon Hayward does have a lot to do with that. When he went down, this team sort of had to change their identity a bit, and they were still sort of searching for their new selves, so to speak, I guess. But when a team like the Miami Heat, that's just all about grit and, and effort, and those kind of guys are going to put forth the kind of defense that are going to really rattle you, that's, that's what happens. And that's what happens with a team that mentally looked like they were just out-hustled. You know, I'm not even talking about the fight that happened after game two. I just mean in general. It looked like these guys just – they weren't. They didn't have they each other. I don't disagree, Josue. But I mean, while the Heat have the grit and the energy, and they play defense and this and that, I mean, there were guys on the floor that were mismatches all game. If the Celtics wanted to wanted to attack Duncan them, Robinson. Yeah, I mean, he's yeah, like the only one. Robinson and Hero play big Hero, minutes. You Josh, should be. Ex- those you got to be exploiting those guys. Right. Yeah, that's too right. I mean, that everyone can guard on that team besides Hero and, and, and Robinson. Hero, Dragic, and Robinson are easy pickings uh, if to, oh, to go at these motivated guys. Motivated Dragic is different. He's been so motivated since they got to the bubble because they Hero, too. Did you, do you remember that? Playing. And he was, he was averaging 20 points before the series started, man. These guys are these guys are talented. They're good. But They're the good offensive players, but I'm saying defensively, the Celtics Robinson, Robinson, you're right. Hero is a little tougher. You remember that possession where he had Kemba all the way through. They kicked it out, and then he got back and hit the three over him. Like He, he challenges them. And when you're in a zone, it's it's a unit. It's it's a little tougher to go at guys individually. You got to have sure. good offensive sense to do it. And that's where Cantor came in good in the series. He, they were able to get him in positions where he could destroy individual matchups. It's just his minutes weren't sustainable, and that's another weakness of the team. Yeah, I mean, like you said, Bobby, a couple bodies here, like a James Posey type of guy. You know, like makes all oh, the yeah. difference. You know, a just a vets. guy you can bring Andrew in. Andrew Iguodala. If you could combine Rob Ennis and Grant into I was Crowder. <laughs> but like a Crowder type yeah. would be perfect. You you needed a guy right. like that, you know? They gotta find right. it. Forget the draft, because the draft they've already had brought in too many young guys and we see the impact of the ups and downs of a rookie, especially a late round of rookie. They have to find a good veteran minimum or uh, you know, the type of signing that they used to get Cantor this summer. Be interesting to see if Cantor opts in too, because he's going to have that option. That's a roster space they could use. Um, I'm kind of 50 50 on whether. Wow. wow. You don't want to see Cantor next year for the Celtics? Oh, it's so limited, Joe Sway. Like, he's great. I love him. I wouldn't hate seeing him back. But he's the board, though, man. You don't need to keep him. I think the Celtics, want- they, you want to keep the. 
seven straight games against Toronto. He couldn't play a minute. That's tough. I mean, I know he wasn't. He was. He was more. He was relatively healthier than, he, than he's been in a while. But I still want to see these guys at full strength. Robinson, uh, excuse me, uh, Williams, both Williamses, and and Cantor. Just one more year. Oh, excuse me, Tice. Also, um, checks notes. Carson Biggs. Let's see what happens. Carson one more. Carson. Carson. What about him? Has a big off season. We'll see. Him. We'll never know. We'll never know how the series. Big off change. season for Mr. Short Shorts. You know. He could, that's, he could, a, that's a tough thing too. How much work are these guys? There. How much work will these guys seriously be able to get in over an off season like this? It's another thing you have to consider. Nothing's rest. Yeah. Well, they played a lot. Enough time. What, I, don't know. You know, I wouldn't be surprised if it starts in February or whatever. I see February makes sense. Let's well, go. Back, let's go back to Tatum real quick. No, it'll be before February. Go As on, you man. mentioned, he's going to catch a little flack here for his slow starts for not you know closing. Um, the way he should have, but his numbers over the course of the playoffs are gonna are gonna read like twenty six double digit rebounds and five or six assists per game over the course of three rounds. His oh, numbers are gonna look for the for, for for the entire playoffs. His numbers actually put him in fairly elite company in terms of what he was able to do. I don't know how much of what we're the criticism is based off of expectations or the unrealistic expectations he set for himself by going bananas there for that two-month stretch, uh, you know, around the All-Star break. Uh, mm-hmm. So I just don't know if it's fair or not fair. You you look at it because you want it to be that, that way, but it just might not be that way yet for him. Uh, so I just don't know. I'm very conflicted on whether Tatum deserves, you know, to get beat up, uh, you know, over this. You know, right, right or wrong, he's the guy you look to in these situations. It's just – it's still really early in his career, and overall – how much more are you expecting him to do? No, and I, I, I mean, I, I agree with you, John, in that sense. I think the, I think the age is a factor, right? Maybe he's just not quite at that point yet in his career where he can sort of take on that load. If you want to just look at the stats and you didn't watch any of the games, sure, he put up great numbers and he, and it looks like he had nice all-round games. Um, he had like eight assists in the first half of this game and ended up with eleven. Right. Um, but, um. I think when you when you watch the games, you say this guy is is just he goes for really long stretches without giving you enough on offense. And if you're looking to him to be your go-to guy like he was prior to this break that we all went on, then yeah, you're going to be a little bit disappointed. I mean, should this you know it, I, I'm certainly not going to be like trade Tatum or trade Tatum. You know, like this guy's a bomb. Like that makes no sense at all. I mean, he's 22. He still has the world in front of him, and he's going to only get better. But he does deserve some criticism for, I think, some of the stretches that he sort of did disappear, especially in the beginnings of these games. Yeah, I felt like he had to give the ball up through certain stretches of the game out of necessity because of the turnovers, because of them needing to get ball control from other sources, whether it be a Hayward, whether it be a Smart or a Kemba. Uh, So that's a limitation for him right now. When he did get the ball and have that point guard duty, the efficiency with which he produced points was unfathomable this year. I mean, you think at 24 points and 11 assists, that's like half your offense for a night. And for a guy who was just a post-up isolation guy in college, the ascent from that is at 22 is unreal. So mm-hmm. I'm not going to kill him. I'm not going to kill him for this, but his limitations are part of the team's limitations and what capped them from getting to the finals this year. I think what you like out of this year for which him, limitations how specifically, Bobby. 
as a ball handler because ultimately you want him to be your ball handler all game long like LeBron James uh, at this point. Mm -hmm. He's not ready for it yet, but, you know, this is the first year he's doing it. But again, go ahead. That's a part of his game for sure. Yeah. Yeah. The, the leaps, the leaps he's made in the, in the defense, which we've all talked about the, 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 the line that Jason Tatum is an underrated defensive player is said so often that now he's almost overrated because he's a top uh, 10 player at this point. There's no debate. He's, his defense is legit, both you could uh, debate both, both team and individual. Okay. And the passing and the playmaking hit a new level too. It's just, it's almost like, you know, I, I, I don't, this is a weird comparison, but like LeBron, was so good at everything in the early stages of his career. It's almost like he didn't know what to do at that moment. You know, like mm-hmm. I could, I could do this. I could do this. I could do this. I could do that. Which one of these things should I do of all my many gifts? You know, Tatum's almost right. kind of there with that, which is like, I can just take the ball and just dribble the hell out of it and shoot and probably score a ton. I could try to drive. I could try to do di- Like, I think deciding what to do is sometimes, you know, where, where he's, where he's conflicted, you know, because the it's the live by the sword, die by the sword sort of thing. Sometimes you just need him to just just do whatever the hell you want to do, you know, but you're trying to play within a team construct. Go, go ahead, Jimmy. Sometimes, so, well, the difference between LeBron and Tatum, I think maybe in the earlier careers or just even throughout, is that LeBron wouldn't force as many outside shots. LeBron's only knock, right, is that his outside shot has probably been the worst part of his game, right? And his physicality, he's used that, from day one to bully his way to the hoop and drive to the hoop and get guys in foul trouble. And that's what I, what I think we all want to see Tatum do more because we see it in spurts. We see it in flashes. He'll make an amazing move to the rim and and make the finish look so easily. And you're like, why is he instead like dribbling at the top of the key and like forcing a step back three pointer with a guy right on him and missing wildly. And, and that's what LeBron has gotten away from. And, And that's why LeBron is, you know, one or two all time is because he he's he he plays to his strengths yeah but tatum you want him to be this you want during you want during the game you you look for his shot when it's there involve other people do all of the other things that he does but late in the game i i I don't i just want the ball in his hands and i I know it's live by it and die by it but he's just got to demand it and then get buckets and then go to the basket and take over games and that's what he's got to have to do he gets caught. He gets caught in his own head. I think that's a really good point, a good observation, and also a good comparison. But what's the biggest difference between those two, right? The, those LeBron teams, did did did, uh, did he have a Jalen Brown next to him? You know, was Larry Hughes equivalent to Jalen Brown or or Eric Snow? Was he equivalent to Kemba Walker? It's, tough. it's a it's a much more talented team, right? You want it both ways, right? You want it both ways. Wow, Eric Snow. We had Eric well, the good thing is, so he's going with the NBA Finals of that team, right? You want those. And involve those guys, and when he's when he's taking all the shots, you're like, dude, share the ball. But right. then you also want to. It's really hard. You're, that's that what I mean. Is the, the demand and expectation is for him to almost be infallible, which yeah. is why I found myself criticizing him and then thinking, like, how much better is he going to do? You know, like it's not perfect, but right. like he's doing so much so well. You know. Well, the the thing about this that were frustrating. Yeah. The exactly. thing about this year, it, it was it was the perfect team to accommodate his growth. He had all these centers setting great screens for him, all these different ball handlers that could help him out when he was struggling on the ball, and even create for him because he's a great catch-and-shoot player too. Eventually, though, you do want him to grow that spot where he needs less of that ball handling help, where he can effectively 
secure the ball for much more longer stretches of the game. Because if right. he if he did that this year, it would have gone bad. If he had the ball for 80% of these games, they wouldn't have made it as far as they did. Because he did kind of need to be off sometimes, on sometimes, make the best of those two different situations. So for this year, it was good. Now it's like, what's the next step going to be? Uh, you know, and this this falls into that hierarchy conversation that you guys have all mentioned. It's very clear that he can be the number one on this team, and I don't think any anyone else on the team would have any question of that because he's so good. He just needs to have the consistency to be able to do it. Okay. Yeah, yep. It's it is, and I had a friend say, well, "Where does this team go even go from here?" I'm like, "Dude, you you pretty much bring majority of." Run it everything back. Everything matters back. Yeah. 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 Next year you get everything back. So that's huge. Yeah. You run it back. Yeah. And then for, for the love of God, if you put put Gordon in friggin' bubble wrap and get through a goddamn year, you know? So he opts in. Yeah. Kind of. Oh, yeah. No he opts in. He could go to Cleveland, Atlanta, or New York. So he's opting yeah. in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, that's the, you're, 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 best five guys right are back and you know i think what we said is they do need a veteran they need another veteran off the bench they need a guy that's gonna give you andre iguodala minutes and shots and or jay crowder type for not not that much even less than that because crowder was you know a a pretty key part of that team but you need to have a couple vets i mean any winning team does you know that that wants to go to that next level and maybe you know there's some vets watching this this young team and saying hey you know what i see an opening here uh, you know, I'll, you know, sign me up, you know, I mean, that's, that's how it happens really. I thought you were going to say maybe there's some vets watching this post game show. <laughs> oh, I know there are, um, but I, I don't know if that's going to affect their decision-making or not. Maybe, maybe. But, I mean, yeah, you got to find a guy. I mean, that they were in the league for a long time. Could be a former player that, you know, watched the CLMS, huge fan. <laughs> yeah. Wait, who, no, but who, I mean, it, it, it's true though. You, you you need to have some. We we talked about the bench being a weak point on this team, and and they were, and that's why Brad played some of these starters the minutes that he did. And that's why he was forced to play Gordon Hayward as much as he did. You know, maybe Gordon's more effective with playing twenty minutes and not playing thirty plus minutes each of those games. But when you look down the bench, you, you just kind of don't have those options that that you need. Like. Yeah. We have, other teams we have I think Brad likes that, his team too much, though. That's the thing. You know? We have to I remember think- that prior to his first injury, Gordon Hayward was playing very close to pre-foot uh, injury Gordon Hayward basketball. I, I, you, you just, I hate playing the what-if game. And this, every, you get hurt. Injuries are part of it. That's that. It is what – Bam out of a broke his wrist, apparently, and he scored 30 points. So, um, right. <laughs> Who would have thought? <laughs> got to be – got to be – there's my 22-year-old lesson. Me and Tatum learning. <laughs> no, but I mean, but look, I mean, this stuff happened. Ben was selling it. But they he wanted, kicked they wanted us to think that. He kicked that. Yeah, he, he that kicked one that ass Hayward, tonight. Hayward was the same guy. It's a different story. Here's uh, let me Let me quickly get something in. Brad Stevens on his message to the team after the loss. My message. Well, my message, I think, was simple. Um, I really appreciated the way that they played basketball all year. I really appreciated the way that they competed. I really appreciated the way they blocked out stuff that didn't matter. I really appreciated the way that they inspired with their voice while they were here and before. I appreciated the way that they empowered, um, you know, all the, the different MBA employees that weren't here, including Celtics employees and, you know, everybody else that, 
um, benefited and um, from them putting everything they had into this. And, and then I appreciated the way they, they played and found joy and stayed together, you know, and we had one, you know, minor um, dust up and it's pretty good for a calendar year with a group. It's pretty amazing when you think about it. He appreciated. We lost Bobby. Well, maybe that was the problem. Much oh, time together. <laughs> maybe they got Bobby, we can figure out that Josue can't hear you. That that Jimmy can't hear you. What? Jimmy, you got me. I can hear him. I got Bobby. Yeah. Josue, what were you saying? Josue, what were you saying? No, I was saying. Uh, to, I was responding to Brad Stevens talking about how it's been an entire calendar year where these guys spending too much. Maybe they spent too much time with each other. Maybe that was the problem. Maybe yeah. too much time by the pool and all that camaraderie. I don't know. I just think the bubble was a was, was tough on some teams, but the Celtics they missed the golden opportunity here. I mean, it's true. These guys are this playing was together. Sort of the ideal path to the finals, and they just they fell short against a, against a team that that just outplayed them. Yeah, they and that's the thing is like I'm not even mad. It's a bummer that they missed it. Like they they but they flat out got on play outplayed. So you. As, as Jimmy said, you roll it back, you run it back, same cast pretty much. Um, Just gets and, a little tougher next year so, with Brooklyn, with Milwaukee, with Miami. Oh, I can't wait for Brooklyn. You really think Brooklyn's oh, going to gonna materialize? I don't care. It's just great they stuff. Have, oh, yeah, exactly. Have, I don't have, care how it plays out. Give me the popcorn. It's going to be entertaining. Oh, I can't go. wait. I'm not, I'm not scared of No, Brooklyn. I'm just saying I'm about saying the opportunity because – it's tougher. Yeah, it's tougher next year. I, I just mean you you look, you want to see how good these guys can get. This is the ball game, right? Yeah. You're either going to I either Jalen and Jason are going to be the best two-player duo in the league, and the Celtics will be perennial title contenders, or they'll plateau a little bit short of that and they'll be good and possibly get to that next level with a with a with an elite supporting cast, which they're not far from having. With Kemp if if Kemba and Gordon are supporting players to super to a superstar tandem, mm-hmm. and then you fill in your Iguodala pieces around it, you're a perennial title contender. Okay, sure. so the ascension just has to. You got to see that next level and that next level again. We take for granted that Tatum took a massive mid-year leap this year, and Jalen felt like he took two from last year to this year, yeah. and then another during the year. Okay, so bubble, yeah. that's a big. So they take another step into the next season and they're doing things like whatever it is that we're criticizing them for not doing enough of now, they're doing it all next year. And then the year after that, it just keeps getting better. It's like, that's what's not, that's what we're not fully appreciating is this isn't who they're going to be forever. If they keep growing, this team keeps going regardless of how tough it gets, you know? Right. And who knows what like Dur- Durant looks like coming back off of an Achilles and this and that, and you know Kyrie off his twelfth injury or whatever. I, I'm, I wish there was a longer <laughs> off season. I just want to see. I want to see Tatum come back a little jacked, you know, and you know, just I, that. The, the no off season is a bit of a bummer because I, I do feel like whoever who you're going to see at the beginning of next year is very much the same person you saw at the end. Pretty of Pretty much, season. right? There's not going to be elite, consistent training, especially for the younger guys. Like Tatum will get his, Brown will get his. Carson Edwards, who knows what kind of resources are going to be available to him over an offseason like this. So you do bank on Tatum, Brown, those kind of guys coming back a little better, but it's short and it's hectic. Like there's a lot more things going on in the world that these guys are going to be focusing on over this offseason too. Plus also, right, you have everything going on in the world. 
and for the love of God, they've got to be fried. You know, like yes. as you mentioned, yeah. 12 months together. Oh, the vacation is on. Next week, you're going to see the pictures start flowing through on Instagram. It's vacation time, baby. Imagine you're these guys. How little do you want to think about or play basketball for the next month? Zero. Hey, zero. The they may bubble, not look at a basketball. The bubble made LeBron say Disney's not a place for his family. That's how rough it was getting in there. Yeah. yeah. I mean, John's right though. I mean, we we've obviously we've moved the goalposts considerably during the course of this season because when you go all the way back to the beginning, we never expected to be disappointed by not getting to the NBA finals this year, right? When you consider right. everything that happened and the team getting together. Yeah. But based on how well these guys played and how much they improved, we said, "Well, wait a second. These guys actually have a legitimate chance of getting to the NBA finals." They swept, you know, they didn't sweep did they sweep the Sixers? It was so long ago. Yes, they did. Yeah, they the swept Sixers. the Sixers. They they swept the Sixers and it was like, oh, okay, they, you know that was that was easy. And then the the Raptors were obviously difficult, but here they are playing a heat, playing against the Heat. Everyone thought they had a real chance, and that's why you're sitting here disappointed today. But I will go back say, to game, game Miami, one, and, and you're not. Miami feels the same way we do about the Celtics, though, because they got Butler locked up. They got these incredible young players. Bam, this guy. Think of the ceiling of. We didn't even talk about the game Bam had. Some of that stuff he did in the fourth was mind blowing. The the, the behind the back pass to Iguodala, the jumper with Tice crashing through him. This guy, if he develops a three, he's going to be the best center in the league. Barring oh nine. yeah, so they're, they're a problem. They're well positioned. They are. We said that. We said we're basically they're better positioned than the Raptors. Yeah. Simply on this year, the the reason we we as Jimmy said we moved the goalposts is because the Celtics' highest highs of of the year made you believe that these guys can win it. You know, like, mm-hmm. that was why. Miami you know, wants Giannis, too. Well, who doesn't? Look, you're Miami. See, that's gonna, that's added you're Miami, you got money. Right? You're going to get guys. So, yeah, I think that's going to happen that's, for sure. That's going to happen. But what's going to happen when, uh, when, when the young pup meets the, the, the big dog that's going to be waiting for him in the finals, man? Bam versus Anthony Davis? I don't know. It's gonna be a fun series. I think he might get dominated in that matchup. I actually, I got Lakers in four in that one. But um, I, I, dude, the Lakers have two players. No, I like I Lakers in four. I don't sleep on Miami in this. I don't think. Yeah, yes, LeBron's gonna do his. You really think LeBron's not gonna get his title? You really think that? I don't have a lot of love for the Lakers. Dude, that, I love LeBron. LeBron will suspect. not be denied, and Anthony Davis will be. What? Outside of Rondo, suspect that bench. And they are. I said that all year, though. And they, they don't sleep on Caruso. Don't sleep uh, on Caruso. Rondo among the pluses. Oh, he's like in the big three. Listen, Kuz hits, like hits big shots. Danny Green's been there, done that. Uh, I mean, they, they don't don't just say it's LeBron and AD. It's not. And even if it was, I still like the Lakers' chances because who's going to stop LeBron on on the Heat? Butler's going to be on him. But, Butler's Butler going to be on him. His best. But, but but fine, let him. But LeBron, hey, based on what hey. I've seen over the last few yeah, weeks, he's go this guy's a man on a mission. We saw we we report Butler throughout the series, but we saw tonight when he needs to turn it on, he's capable of doing it, and he did a phenomenal job leading the team on both ends of the floor. That guy can hold his own. Bam will definitely be able to hold his own against Davis. This is a closer series than people are going to give it. Credit None of for. you guys are going to take the heat, so stop acting like you're going to take the heat. Fine, I'm Seriously. taking the heat. None of you. You're not. <laughs> I don't know, man. Foolish. Foolish. <laughs> not only Foolish. that, I'm taking. I'm taking the heat in less than seven. No. 
I'm not doing that. I'll bet you. That's just crazy. Come on. I'm not doing that. Oh man, does LeBron look dangerous? So, did you see him at the end of uh, Game Five? Yes, he uh, took over. He oh man, took over. that was bad man stuff there. The, the Heat are gonna have their hands full for sure. I'll give it to you, Jimmy. Heat and five. Oh, the Nuggets, they they came back from three one twice. So LeBron, you got an extra motivated LeBron. But I'm with you. I was I was impressed. But you know what? Talking about the supporting cast though, that was the one game where I said, okay, the bench that they, they sort of put that one together. The way they did, but I haven't seen consistency from that second unit, man. The Lakers, Lakers bench. He gotta you know, find some answers about- too. Iguodala was good tonight. He's been on and off here. Yeah, yeah, where did that come from? Imagine Iguodala. Imagine that one shows up in the finals. Now they'll need that guy against LeBron. He's gonna have to fill in some minutes there. I hope he's he he better get rejuvenated by Wednesday. Quick turnaround to the finals. The Celtics next year might find themselves in a, under the radar position, believe it or not, because you're gonna get. Mm. Think about it. You're going to have – not under the radar like no one's thinking they're real, but, like, there's not I, – I don't see, like, the drama surrounding them. Like, I see, like, Milwaukee's drama is going to be all about Giannis and, you know, his last year and all the trade rumors and whether or not he's going to commit to staying. That's going to get to them. And, that, and if the Raptors are tied to that, that might get to them over there too. You already know there's going to be drama in Brooklyn with, with Kyrie and Durant because it's not just going to click right off the bat between those two. Kyrie might find out that he's the number two behind Durant. Durant might – who knows? Get frustrated with those those two guys. I want to see them. I want to see them play together before I call Brooklyn a legit contender. And then the Celtics are just and the Heat are going to have a target on their back as the Eastern Conference champs. So it's just going to kind of do their thing. Yeah, I still think Pacers they need either. some Pacers. Pacers, sure. Can we just agree that the Celtics are going to take picks four, 14, 26, and thirty, package them, and move up even one slot? Can we just agree now? Okay. Uh, Why would they do that? Know. They've they never been to do that last that. year, John. What happened? No, they can't do it. No, just please. I, I can You know why? Because yeah, I can't this deal. Don't want a G League championship. Man. I can't deal with the hype that's going to accompany whoever the they pick at pick thirty or forty six. <laughs> okay, I can't so deal with. I can't deal with steal of the draft stuff. I just can't. I'm already <laughs> mad about it. Oh well, you don't like that, John. Wait till you get the next. Uh, what do they call it? Draft and stash. Icon, you're gonna be yeah, watching. You're, you're, you're gonna be watching clips out of China all year long. <laughs> I can't they, do they, it. Don't, they don't need any more. Tip, just get one guy. Okay, they're gonna draft and sash for sure. Take your top pick. Keep it. Take one guy. Like find one guy. What are they? Have, Fourteen guy. again or something? Fourteen like that? again. Twenty six thirty, and then a second round. Right. I think. Okay, it's Get ready for the draft and staff with those two late ones. But they could find a decent I, – I hear this is a role-player draft, which is honestly oh, what they need. Oh, great, great. Just what they need, another no, you're right. rookie. You no, do they need do it. need they, – they don't, they don't need another star. They have their stars. They got to find the right role-player, nice. though. What's wrong with stars? I'll take a star, Bobby. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Call me crazy. <laughs> who, who, have they ever – they need have a they, star in the making. I don't need you guys, a star to be a star right off the bat. What do you need for real? If you had, if you could pick one guy who you could count on to play five, five to play six through eight rotation minutes, fifteen to twenty a game. What position do you think they need the most? Oh, Center. four like four like Grant, four or five type guy like uh, Jeremy Grant out there in Denver. He'd be so perfect for this team. Uh, I haven't dove deep into the draft, but that's, like that's the kind of guy they need. Type of guy. Yep. Oh, that draft last year screwed you so bad. It did. Oh, what a big. 
what a disaster last year's draft was. And it's so hard to like get the returns you want in year one. What Memphis did was unfathomable. Uh, but crazy that they did that. I'm Celtics kidding. Celtics were the opposite end. What about a point guard? They they could use one. Wanamaker might be they'll probably bring back Wanamaker, but they could use yeah, one. Bring back sure. Wanamaker and get 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 Tremont some minutes. I like Tremont. No, they could use they could use another guy there though because Wanamaker was an always reliable. This is getting me upset. This is I getting can't, me upset. I don't know why I started. I don't know why I went down this <laughs> rabbit hole. Why did you do that? I'm mad already. Uh, I'm I mad. Know. I'm gonna play Jason Tatum. Here is Jason Tatum talking about whether the team needs to get tougher. You guys need to get tougher. We need to get tougher. No, no, we don't need to get tougher. I mean, it's just kind of unfortunate. You know, some, some leads we gave up, some missed shots. Uh, you know, every game was, was close. To get tougher, no. We don't need to get tougher. That's, nah. a, that's a funny answer to me. Like, the guy wearing a shirt that you'd see on a five-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> What's I'll wrong with honest. getting tougher? I mean, I couldn't hear it. What are you saying? There's nothing wrong with getting tougher. You just view it as an indictment on your on on you on your character. No, you know? imagine, right. imagine if I, Jimmy. What if I asked you, Jimmy? That do, personal. J- Jimmy, do you want to get healthier? I mean, you're probably not the most unhealthy guy ever, but you know, you always want to get yeah. a little healthier. I, yeah, I yeah. If you ask Jimmy that after could a I, freaking heart attack, yeah. Like, could I hit the gym like, a few more? Like, do you Dave? need to get tougher after you just blew the freaking game? Like, <laughs> After blowing your 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 tenth fourth quarter lead of the playoffs, do you need to get tougher? Nah, <laughs> no. Sure. no, no, good. Oh, Wait, what a weird what? response! What did he say? I, like I couldn't hear. I didn't like that at all. He said they asked him if they want to get t- if yeah they they need to get tougher, and he said no. He said tougher. The way he asked too, Gary's like, yeah, Gary Washburn asked. He's like, yeah, tougher. Oh, it's Gary. Yeah, he goes nah. No, I think I, mean, it's just I think the answer is yes. They they weren't they were clearly not the tougher team in this series, and probably not a tougher team in the Toronto series either. So that's what happens in, in situations like that. It's I can't believe you said that. You, you know that always it starts with one person. Like you have to be the tough guy, and then everyone else has to do the same thing. I think a lot of times people are kind of like looking for someone else to take the lead on stuff, you know? That's, that's yeah. Jalen Brown. Like, you nailed it right there. That's Jalen, in my opinion. Yeah. And when he gets his when he gets his touches, you know, or when he gets his, you know, big big bang, bang play and everyone's around him, he has that look in his face like, I told yeah. y'all. Like, you know, I can do this. Trust me more often. But he's not going to be vocal enough to say, hey, yeah. you know, I need the ball. Or, hey, you know, look out for me on this or that, you yeah. know? And how many times on the defensive end he's getting – not, not reamed out, but sometimes he has to get it corrected. Hey, Jeff, yeah, like, this, dude, that. Yeah. You got to yeah. help over here. And he's it like, happened tonight. Yeah, it's kind of like, like getting into him. Right. But yeah. it, it, it's up to each person, you know, and they, I think they do a lot of that where, like, come, you know, that's get him going, guy, you know? That's the biggest question. Like the OG play against Toronto. That's, okay. the, big, that's the biggest question in the hierarchy, honestly. You need to find a way to make sure Brown's the number two option every single night. And part of it sorts yeah. itself out when Hayward's in the starting lineup because he's going to make that happen more yeah. readily than Marcus Smart. But we saw with the Celtics team all year, and we don't consider this as much now because it was so long ago, but they weren't healthy all year long from like opening night until the shutdown. They always had a piece open. So Marcus Smart was always in that starting lineup. So that's a really yeah, good point. 
Yeah, that's actually a really good point, Bobby. I just want to get this out real quick just to piggyback on that. That's a conversation for him and Kemba. Let's face it. Kemba's got to – if that's the way things need to go moving forward, it's got to be Kemba to sort of say, okay, you know what, Jalen, you're the guy. You know, if, if we're, if we're going to go there, I think that's – That's tough for really Kemba good. too. That needs to happen. That's sort. That's I exactly what happened in Miami, Miami, for example, between LeBron and Dwayne Wade. It took Dwayne Wade to go to LeBron and say, hey, look, you need to be number one. I'm number two. Yeah. So – I is Kemba going to do that, though? I think Kemba's fine with it. The, the thing I wanted to piggyback off Bobby's point is that's something that one of the reasons Smart might have been maddening this year was because of that situation where being put into that starting lineup and it's fine when Smart is being aggressive offensively in the second unit because you need some people to step up there uh, when he's running with the bench. Um, but it's not as acceptable when he's doing it when Tatum and Brown and Kemba are on the floor. And you're like, why the why are you shooting? Like, yeah. look at all these right. guys around you, you know, like, and you're right. Hayward would be more deferential. And then he'd look for his when it came his way. But you're right. That ensures that those guys would get more touches. But we said it early in the series. Like, we want the offense to run through Tatum and Brown and everyone else gets whatever's left over, gets the crumbs. But those guys have to be the focal points. But it's tough because Kemba, a lot of the, what he does he is, needs the ball. You know, with and Brown's better too. off the ball, so it kind of falls in the place. Like Brown became the best corner three point shooter this year, so yep. it's gonna be. T- and Kemba's not a good off ball shooter, so, so like it's gonna be back. really hard to switch those two. Jalen needs another level. Jalen's still no, he's still only an okay shot creator. He's great in transition. He's great on those catch and shoot threes in the corner. His dribbling uh, got much better and, this year, though, and it got better this year. It needs to get. Bet one level better. And early this year, he was breaking guys down off the dribble very aggressively. I felt like he lost that a little bit as time went on. He was he would lose control of the ball. He was making better moves, or he was sharper pre-lockout in terms of his moves. He's fa- he was fast as hell. He was beating guys on one step to the basket. Yeah, because he's he amazing. Was breaking in guys down off the dribble. Yeah. You know uh, that he wasn't doing that as frequently here in the bubble. So he needs an. He needs to take that handle up another notch to feel more comfortable with the ball in his hands and let the physical tools take over. So Marcus goes back to the bench and Hayward yep. starts? Yeah. You think it's that simple? You think it's that easy? It's what they did all year when they were out. I know, but Mar- Marcus Smart got – How would you feel about a real here? center? Uh, I'm fine with Tice. I would, feel, I would feel good about that because at the end of the day, you're gonna I'm not playing that game. I hate that. With real centers, though. But you need more no, size. Don't touch the bigs, man. Tell him. Just one more, more year size. with these guys. Not six, eight, and fouls everybody. I like Tice, too, but I like him as a role player better than a starter. I like him in 15 to 18 minutes, not 25. No, to that's the key. Robert Williams needs to come back next year being a guy who plays Different. 20, 24 minutes every game. Not, not a guy who did not play. They need to yeah. split that time. At the Way box. too many Tice minutes. Way too many Tice too minutes many. that you're relying on him because you had nobody you could trust. Does, do any of us trust Williams, though, to get there? No, because he's a knucklehead. So does that player come come in the offseason free agent acquisition? I trust Rob better. a little bit. I no. trust Rob a little bit. Mm-mm. But you don't yeah, trust don't him enough so. for him to be your starting center or a guy who's giving you twenty. No, he doesn't. Minutes. He doesn't need to be a starter. He needs to be. He needs to play every game. He needs to split time with Tice. Yeah, that's where he yeah, needs he to be Brad next year. He needs to be good enough to not have Brad knock him out of the rotation. Oh, Brad! Brad, half. remember the quote. I thought Brad was going to pull me when he did the tomahawk dunk. Those guys—they're not on the same page. It seems like, and that's why he's the time lord. <laughs> 
That's why he's a Time Lord. We should Some end the, the show other- on that. We should end <laughs> the show on that line. And that's why he's the Time Lord. Oh, I love him, like, though. You see the tools. Like, oh. Bye, we're see you next year. <laughs> it, you want to buy all the way into him because if he figured it out, if he claimed that starting spot, how that would complete the team. That's exactly what they need. Yes. Like, you want to see it. You want to. Because they're going to end up playing the Heat again, and Bam's going to only be better. And if you ever do get a chance to get back to the NBA Finals and the Lakers are there, and now you have AD. So, I mean, you you need more than just a guy you like Tice. need Heist. Rob Williams. The Celtics need it. They need to pair him with someone this offseason who can bring him to the next level, whether it's a trainer, whether it's a legend. Like, he needs some serious work on his game over the coming months. and We'll get Max working with him. Yeah, we do a lot of things in, at this network, oh, and I think I think we can pull the strings. I there. think we're gonna lend Robert Williams, Cedric Maxwell uh, in the off season. Joe Sway, can you talk to Max and, and find out if he's got an extra room for Rob? <laughs> that would be so Max. <laughs> Next let's, podcast, let's do that. Going with Rob, but I'll, I'll I'll talk to him about it. Let's have Rob move in with Max. We'll do a reality <laughs> show this off season. Oh yes. man, I think we can make that happen. Max Yo, just wake up calls every morning. Max just had that swagger. Max had that swagger that Rob could definitely use. You know, look good, feel good, feel good, play good type thing. You know, get a little. <laughs> I just picture Robert Williams walking in with like nice suits. Like, if, if, Nick, yeah. if Nick is watching right now, he's texting Max as we speak, trying to make this happen. Oh yeah, <laughs> we're, uh, we're only half joking right now. There's going to be like at least a modest attempt to make this happen. Yeah, Rob we're, walks in, tells the team to get on his back. Tatum's looking at him like, nah, dude, we're good. We're good. That's your locker over in the corner. Have a seat. You get on my back there, Tatum's like, the game's tomorrow. <laughs> no, the game was yesterday. You, you missed it. We lost. There was a point in the playoffs where we said his emergence was a game changer for the team, and it just didn't last. And that Toronto series, he had some major, major flashes that didn't continue into this Miami one. It's too bad. I I feel like his minutes were positive every time. I just I I don't know what it what it takes to to I. It, we, it's been perplexing all series long. Brad just couldn't. Take well, he has three serious limitations. He stands there and does nothing on offense if he's not pick and roll. And nothing. Uh, he he's doesn't, running. He but doesn't, that's not a bad thing. He doesn't guard the pick and pop, which is huge these days. Yeah. And, and uh, he, he doesn't rebound that well. He really He's like a four rebound per game guy. Yeah. Yeah. So he's got to work on those things. He's got to work on a lot of it. The offense doesn't bother me as much. His footwork, like whether it's boxing out or whether it's in, in coverage. Don't take threes all the time. Yeah. 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 We need Time Lord. <laughs> That's why he's. So, time hey, Lord. Here's a, so Patriots win today, Celtics lose, Bruins lose. Who, which of these three teams is most likely to win a championship? Two or, teams, two I mean, teams if, had their seasons uh, end today in Boston. Yep. Oh, oh I forgot well, about one. Two. Of them. Imagine if imagine <laughs> if they announced oh, Brad, God. the world would explode. Talk radio. Yo, why do you say like you kind of want to see it happen? I don't. <laughs> <laughs> like you agree with it? No, <laughs> I don't agree with it at all. I just, it would never I happen. Think, I think it's fair to question everything. I just don't like the. 
I don't like the suggestion of it to be uh, greeted by a bunch of people calling other people idiots. Like yeah. you don't know either. Oh, okay? Welcome to 2020. So leave it alone. You don't know what somebody else would do and whether they'd be better either. So leave it there. We all like Brad. Everybody thinks Brad's a good coach. Okay. Any suggestion right. that he that he needs to be replaced is merely people saying, is he the guy to take them to the next level? They have a high ceiling. Is he the guy to take them there or not? That's all that's being said. Not that yeah. he's not a phenomenal basketball coach. Basketball is so weird, too. Like, how many teams have we seen, like, the Cavaliers with David Blatt, where they just threw it to another guy and it somehow just kind of fell into place? Like, coaching, we do kind of overemphasize coaching a little bit in basketball sometimes because when it sucks, it'll bring you down. But when you have the best of the best, it raises you, but to a limit. Uh, so coaching's a little funky with basketball in that way. It can be. And different teams need different personalities. Like, we always talk about, like, do we think – Doc Rivers is anywhere on Brad Stevens' level in terms of coaching IQ? No, he's not. But Doc Rivers might be the right guy for certain teams versus right. versus Brad. You don't know that. That's a, it's Kemba Walker. You know that relationship could be. You know, I have no idea. More out of Kemba than Brad would. Right. I, I, I hear what you're saying. Those are two. Yeah. It's yeah and, and next year is going to be important. important. Yeah. Speaking yeah. of coaches and possibly being fired. Doc, like that—that that one is. People can say what they want about Brad, but Doc Rivers still has his job. Like come that's on. what happens when you have a team with talent and you don't reach your pl- your thing. Right. People question it, you know. Right, but, but, but they, also, they, they even though his when the expectations are are sky high too, right? Like Doc's that's sort of been the Clippers. Yeah. Yeah. Doc's probably suffering from a poorly constructed team, much like Brad had. Like you said, Brad had great, almost five, the exact same situation. A great five or six players. The problem. Uh, LA's players were actually probably mismatched, even regardless of their talent. The Celtics were not; they just didn't have enough uh, yeah. at, in places, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, yeah they had, the Clippers had one two-way guy and a bunch of other one-way guys in a bunch of different directions, and they couldn't sort it out. They couldn't figure out their rotation. Yeah, it almost well, between the the, the was it uh, load management and guys getting legitimate injuries. They just didn't have a whole lot of time together, but. I don't. I don't know. When Doc to use that as an excuse, though, I was like, I don't know. If that's. I wouldn't have led with that, Doc. Like, there's, there's a lot. There's plenty of talent here and plenty of opportunity to close out the Nuggets in that series. They, they had a weird season. They definitely did. Paul George's struggles were tough to explain. Uh, some of the bench pieces disappearing the way they did late in the season. The whole Williams fiasco. Um, Montrez Harrell had that tragedy, which was tough, but things just fell apart in the strangest way for them late in the year. Um, but though, you know, them and the Celtics are both in a good position to run it back. Uh, then all of a sudden, you're going to hear the next season's the key for Stevens, for Rivers. Like, that's going to be kind of make a break for those two. Yeah. Yeah. I think you're right, Bob. I think, I think we're going to, one way or the other, Brad Stevens is like, a, it's almost like a make or break type season because now the expectations are really there for the Celtics team. Whereas they weren't at next year's like 2019 to some degree, it's going to feel like that going into it. Yeah. And there's going to just be a lot of big games, you know, Celtics. I, I know I said that they could sort of go under the radar, but they are going to have a target on their back and there are going to be a lot of big games that they, that they're going up against, you know, whether it's East contenders or, or teams out West and, and, you know, Brad Stevens has had more success with teams that have had less expectations, meaning he's been able to sort of get guys to play, better than what they're expected to do but now when the expectations are high can you meet those expectations or exceed them to the point where okay you are going to the NBA finals because this is now next season the Celtics are going to go into the season 
as an NBA Finals contender. I'm not saying they're going to be the favorite, but they're certainly going to be in the discussion. Yeah, I'd say they'll be – we got to see how the rosters shake out, but they're one or two in the East, I'd say. We'll see. There's a lot to this. Yeah, a lot can change, but yeah. A lot can change. A lot can change. Um, but, yeah, we're gonna right there. We got a lot of time to unpack the off season, and we'll see how things go. We don't even know how long it's going to be. Um, yep. But I mean, we're gonna you're gonna pivot to draft really freaking fast. Go ahead. Jenny. What I know is this: based on what we we can assume that the NBA does not want to play games with the NFL. So I think they're they're gonna schedule that the NBA finals end right before September because they don't want to mess around. We know they don't want to mess around with football. They, we've yeah. seen that, right? We've seen that. So I think football I mean, doesn't want NBA messing around with them, but that's yeah. I don't think football above. kids a shit. I don't think football cares. I think the NBA will finish it up while football's in their preseason. So whatever they have to do to make that happen, I think that's what they'll do. Yeah, the NFL never cares. We saw that this this season yeah. as every player gets injured on every team. Yeah. That was right, tough well, last week, yeah. Let's let's wrap it up, folks. Um we've got uh it was fun, it was a good run. Thanks for the people. Oh, did we have fun. This show, yeah. man. I know, that's why I'm sad, man. Good times. Yeah. Thank you for anybody who watched start to finish uh, the entire run. Each show was with us every night, whether you hated us or want to just watch us just to troll us in the comments or enjoyed any (laughs) of the commentary or from Canada and have uh, your new adopted son, Bobby, and just want to follow his career. Um, (laughs) Prime Minister Manny. You're all welcome here. And so it was good. It was fun. Uh, You know, and we'll we'll do a lot of this. uh, I can't promise every game. We're going to do it next season, though, right? Oh, we'll definitely get another Raptor series, though. That'll be fun. No, we'll do it. We'll do it during the year too, um, in some form or another. So we'll be back with these. Brooklyn. Uh, more stuff on our YouTube channel. Follow us, CLNS Media. All of these guys: Joe Sway Pavone, Celtics writer for Heavy.com, Bobby Manning, uh, Celtics blog, CLNS Media, Jimmy Toscano, the ubiquitous Jimmy Toscano, uh, also CLNS Media contributor, longtime contributor. Um, mm-hmm. That's it. That's it for the season. Heat. Take down Great the season. Fun year. Right. Fun <laughs> so year. many. It's tough to end like this because you don't have too many positives coming out of it. But when you do look back on it, the stride Tatum took, Brown took, yep. uh, how many big games they won, the position they put themselves in. It. No one. No one expected them to make it this far this yep. year. It was a good run. It was a long year. It was a, a, an amazing experiment in the bubble that the NBA, I think, absolutely, success. absolute monstrous success gave us something that was real, that was fun, that we didn't, that we needed, um, yeah, that we could time. get behind. You know, it was a big deal. It was the, the NBA did a phenomenal job, kind of got us all engaged and into this again. So hats off there. Uh, it was a ton of fun. We'll keep watching through the finals, Heat and Five. Uh, Lakers and four. <laughs> <laughs> Just slide that in there. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. I think I. You know, I, hey, the Lakers are going to end up with the same amount of banners as the Celtics. How does that make you guys feel? Yeah, and that's it. Done. We're done. Well, we we got more coming up. Uh, we'll 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 put a ball on it with some stuff for our YouTube channel. So please subscribe if you haven't already, guys. We'll say goodnight. Smash it. Hey. Goodnight, guys. Six six final appearance for Eagle Dollar. Get it done. Beat the Lakers. Come on. I always love that.